welcome back to another episode of Suds and Cinema. My name's Kyle. I'm Jacob. I'm Josh. This is episode number 37, and tonight we'll be reviewing Alone and Baccarat. I'm sure that's how you say it. Yeah. It is. Bit. Is it? Yeah. yeah we looked sure. it up. Have you actually heard a Brazilian say it? Yeah. They, they said, they said it 190 times in the movie. I guess they did. Quite a bit. A lot. They sound better still. Yeah. <laughs> of course. And they talk about it as a bird, and it's not real. But the town's not real. Oh, the bird's no, not real. Yeah, yeah. The bird's it's not. made up. It's all folk. We'll get into it. Okay. Spoiler. Anyway, no, that's not what to do with the movie. Uh, yeah, a little bit slower of a week, so kind of. I mean, I've wanted to see Baccarat since. What I think it premiered at TIFF. It's been a and it won the. Yeah. I think it won the Grand Jury at TIFF. Or would that be Can? I don't Canis. know. Anyway. I know it got something at Canis. Oh, okay. Anyway, it won something, and I wanted to see it. And then Alone, just perfect uh, perfect October movie. Yeah. Slid that in there. Anything else uh, or anything new with you guys? Well, what I want to talk about here. So what do you, So we started the show January. Great year to start a movie yeah, show. Right. A podcast about movies when we can't go to movies. And it's been working out okay, but now that we're getting towards the end and all of these big movies keep getting pushed, 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 pushed. Oh, yep. And like they keep pushing them, right? Because they want to release them in the box office so that they can make a bunch of money, right? But what I'm wondering is like, what do you think will movie theaters survive to next year if they keep doing this? Because if nothing big comes out when they do open up, if they do, then like, they're open. Yeah. So they're open. NCG, you. You, yeah, can you, can, you can see Hocus Pocus. Hocus Pocus was like one of the top movies in yeah. the box office right now, which I think just under Tenet. So like, how are they going to last? Like they movies are. have been struggling for like, you, I mean, both the theaters <laughs> have. Bo- yeah, theaters, but yeah, both the theaters in Jackson were like bankrupt. AMC yep, didn't they go got bankrupt. bought out. They, I mean, Jackson 10 went bankrupt. Well, that was GQ. They only have... Yeah, and then AMC, theaters. the company, is going bankrupt. The They're entire company. To. Yeah. Well, they. But yeah. why aren't they going? Why wouldn't? They because they just opened back up. Yeah. Trust me, I bought their stock. Business. It's going up. Mm. I don't know. Not. I feel not like a lot, but slowly. The state of theaters is pretty, looking pretty scary right now. Oh, it's definitely, it's definitely in a bad place. The the thing that we have to hope for. The thing that we have to hope for is that people just start going to see movies and at more independent cinemas, but that's remember, not going to happen. Remember this this thing that we talked about. I don't know, I don't know if you guys remember, but I mentioned it, and this is what this is going to be the saving grace in movie theaters, or at least AMC, the biggest one. I believe they're the biggest. Yeah, yeah, they're like six hundred. The biggest in America and, and the UK, I mm, think. Yeah. yeah. So, if my name is Netflix, I buy, I bail out AMC theaters. Then you can have Netflix movies premiered on the big screen. They already they bought. Um, they did buy at least. They bought a few. huge theater in New yeah. York or L.A. Yeah, I know they bought so at least they one for sure. Yeah, but if they, they can, it's, if they get huge success from this, think about it. They could package in some type of Netflix into your movie ticket type thing. You could you could do a lot with it. See, that is the thing that I thought would help movies, like a subscription service. So like like us, we pay. $10 a month or whatever it is like $20 a month and that's consistent revenue that they can count on and then you can watch like unlimited movies or maybe one well, that's movie what AMC has. they have a list yeah. which I 
I was a part of for the at the end of my time in Texas, and I loved it. And I would definitely do that again, but we don't have an AMC theater. Yeah, yeah. we do. Oh, you you don't. Yeah. Well, Jackson yeah. has one. Maybe we'll see. I mean, yeah, it was included in the ba- in the in the list that they were keeping in Michigan. Yeah, the Jackson location. Was yeah, it's like three them. movies a week, and I don't know if I went if I went to the Jackson theater every time to see a movie. So if I went four times a month. It probably would be worth it, but Netflix I would have could to do go one one free movie a month, or one free movie a week. If you have a Netflix subscription, yeah, it just we can't. I don't know. I I think Netflix and Disney and these companies buying theaters could be a bad thing. Also, yeah, but yeah, I mean, it's already. I already think it's kind of a bad thing with streaming because yeah. like you have. Everyone has their own HBO, like Netflix, Hulu, well, it Disney is a, Plus. It's like a double-edged sword, Amazon though, because Prime. with streaming, how many things are made or released now that probably never would have yeah, come lot, out? A yeah. lot of things. That I mean, a lot of things I wouldn't have access to as quickly as I am right now, right? Well, Unless, not even access to, but I'm just saying, like, even just made. Releasing. Yeah, made. Right, because if they, they think, like, it costs money to put something into theaters. So they have to factor that in. Whereas now it's like we can put it on our service and if we believe in it and it'll bring subscribers in or views in or whatever, then they'll, they'll go for it. Yeah. It's like a huge war between companies. Yeah. Trying to put out the best content, which that is great. I'm thinking if whoever jumps on the movie theater train first is going to do really well. Cause you, like I I said, Netflix has definitely, you have the money. You can, you can literally do what everyone wants and watch it, have the theater experience. While debuting your own films. I think the big problem is just like prices though. In general. Because like for us it's fine. Yeah, right? but we if go you, Netflix could bring one the or cost two people. Down. Yeah. That's the thing. Like how do you bring that? I mean, I've talked to my coworker, she has two kids, you know, husband and her, and they go to a movie theater. That is an event. Bucks, like yeah. you can't afford to go to a movie theater more than like once a month. Like mm-hmm. that's an expensive night. Like, how is that sustainable? And that's what I'm saying. You have you have to bundle it somehow where you can yeah. do like an add-on for theater. So you pay $20 a month your Netflix fee and that includes X amount of tickets a month or whatever. Yeah. It's like... It's, I mean, yeah, that's exactly you, what AMC service is. It's free movie tickets. Obviously, you pay for So Netflix just stuff, takes that... Which popcorn is the largest markup of all time. Of any of anything yeah. for sale, yeah. I think. I hate movie popcorn. <laughs> that yeah. I bet bottled water is up there too. I don't know. It's something like, but I think it's the insane. most profitable concessions by a landslide. It is, but that's what I'm saying. Is like, do you really need to have it marked up that much when you could no. probably bring it down and you might sell more? Maybe. I mean, I don't know. I'm not an economics major. I'm sure they've done the research on yeah. this. They know their price point, but well, I think to it's me, kind it seems of like people would be more apt to buy it. Especially when you have this huge profit margin. Yeah. Well, I think like the big problem is it's kind of like the same thing with games. So like games have been $60, right? Except you PS5 are going to 70 But it's been $60 since high school for us. Like before yeah, that. 360, I think, went up. They went yeah. from like after Xbox. GameCube, Xbox was like 50 They used right? to be 50 And, and then, then it went to 60 and it's been $0.60. Cents. Since yeah, Xbox 360. They lose money. They do not make enough money on games. Right well, that's now. why everything has in a, in-game purchases. Yeah, yeah that's happen. where you get all the... So it's like movie tickets, I feel like I was the same way. I don't think they make enough money on movie tickets. Like with the like $50, people go like one, four times a year basically to movie theater. And it's like, 
that that's how they make their money is concessions. That's why they have to charge so much because yeah. they oh, don't yeah. they don't make it near enough on tickets. That's they're just bleeding money on tickets. Mm. So it's like, how do you like fix that? And it's like subscription service would be good. But that's I just don't I know. It seems like I mean, I'm not a we're no nowhere near economic majors, but no. It but just, then there's I also like people that only idea. go see five to ten movies a year, and they yeah. they wouldn't do a subscription service because for them exactly. it's not worth it. And it's like, and then you have a like lot of people Disney like Plus there. and all these and Amazon Prime, Netflix are releasing these really good, like pretty decently good and great movies for most people, good enough, and they can watch from the comfort of home, paying a one monthly fee for their entire family to watch it. No, that's Especially where since you, half that's over where I think half the, of the blockbusters that come out are under the Disney umbrella now. With yeah. Disney owning Marvel, like the blockbusters that they would go see in theaters, if they don't care to see it on a big screen, they can they know, oh, I'll wait till it comes to Disney Plus. Yeah. Then <laughs> that's exactly. And that's like that's streaming's why giving might, us a lot of stuff too, yeah. but it's also the thing that has been killing movie theaters yeah, but since you, Netflix started that's doing That's what you that. think is you you have Netflix, you do buy those movie blockbuster movies. But you have we would have to and uh, connect it with your Netflix subscription somehow. So then you're getting you're getting their subscription fee, and then you can get the blockbuster fee. So you would have to charge a little bit extra or whatever. Yeah, there's a way there'd be a way to do it. But but like even, I mean, and then it's like when are people gonna be actually comfortable again to go to movie theaters? Look at Tenet. It bombed completely. Well, Tenant, a Chris Nolan film, bombed forty-five million box office. I think it's US. more than that now. But in the U.S., yeah, yeah. that was like worldwide. It's when I checked it, it it's like profitable. not long after China. Made, I think is yeah. the highest. It was profitable. It's made its money, but yeah, it made, I think it's but yeah, it's not. Profitable. Yeah, but like if Nolan can't even, I mean, who's going to buy the right? I mean, people are going to buy the rights for when it goes streaming, and then it's going to blow up. Yeah, streaming exactly. Yeah, but then they'll make their money then too. They probably but won't want it. They probably like, will want it to be available for rental for a while. Yeah, then you'll have that. rental, and then you'll have. Yeah, they'll make tenants going to make its money. It's just oh, taking yeah. a lot longer. It than will. It normally but theaters would have. didn't make yeah. money off tenant, and how much did they pay to get the rights to tenant? Like, mm. I mean, I went to tenant opening week, and I was the only one there. <laughs> we did go on a Sunday. To BFE, also that town. Holy shit. That theater the is like the only thing oh, in the Wasiana. town. Yeah, I know. No, there was a Harley Davidson museum or something <laughs> right there. That was a boring drive there, too. Yeah. yeah but well, I don't know. It's just scary that. And it also kind of sucks that we could see the end of like theaters pretty soon, honestly, like may, as soon as next year. Yeah, with that attitude. <laughs> it's not an attitude. It's been a. Yeah, slowly it's definitely scary for, thing. especially being in like towns like this, like Jackson, you know, like there just isn't that need or they, they don't have that. I don't know the audience to to help these theaters. You know, we have to be the start of that. A lot of some theaters are some chains are growing. The chains that are growing is the uh, the cert food service. You know, Alamo Draft House. Um, there's mm-hmm. a place in Texas called I think it's just called Movie House, but really good food and like just like an it's experience. A dinner you know? and a movie, literally. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. There's but places like, like that. That's I think there's one in in there one in Lansing or something. What's Studio uh, C? Where's uh, that? I don't know. Studio C serves like food and stuff food, to, yeah. to your, like you have a waiter. Yeah. There need there needs to be something, right? We could be seeing the, the 
end times for theaters? Theater, the way that they can't do it the way that they've been doing it. They no. need to evolve. The traditional yeah. experience yes. is gone. The theaters in Jackson, especially, yeah, they need to get up with times. They can't just sa- sell beer and wine and think it's going to save them. They got to add something else. Of Coors Light. Yeah. Speaking of beer. <laughs> yeah, that's enough on the theaters. I mean, obviously, people like us never want to see theaters leave because it's I, lo- I love seeing every difference. movie in yeah. the theater. I don't have to go. It doesn't have to be a blockbuster for me. It's like. Yeah, seeing it on the big screen, the way it's meant to be the sound, viewed, the quality, yeah. exactly. You have to be focused and sit locked in. Like you can't get on your phone. You right. can't like. Yeah, you can't watch half of it one night and then the other half yeah, two days like, later. It just <laughs> it <laughs> is the best way to watch a movie for me. Oh yeah, by it's far. the way it's meant to be seen. But yeah. I just don't feel that is the case for most people. And we're starting the Sadly. revolution, <laughs> the Suds and Cinema Revolution hashtag. Yeah. Watch it to your local <laughs> theaters safely. Don't get COVID, please. We need you to survive. No, to keep watching. Yeah, right. die, for, <laughs> die for theaters. Die for the theaters. Yeah, risky life. All right. Um, yeah, so we got a beer. This was Josh's pick. Yes. We have 1-800-WET-HOPS. Brought to you by Witches Hat Brewing, Southline Michigan. Um, I picked this because it's wet hop season. Yum. Late September, early October is when they start harvesting hops. White hop means it's it's used within 24 hours after being harvested. Yum. So extremely aromatic. Bitterness tends to be on the higher side as well because they're super fresh. But definitely when you crack this can, you're going to smell it. This is also a white hopped hazy IPA, which I've never had one. Hmm. I've had a double dry hopped. I've had. Then maybe it won't be as bitter. That's why I don't know. That's why I'm intrigued by it. Um. So, I'll read the little description. The brewers went all hopyard rabas with this one. 1-800 White Hops is a New England IPA brewed with the freshest and of fresh and wet Michigan cashmere hops picked right off the vine and tossed into a kettle the same day. Super dank, hazy, and as close as you will get to chewing on a hop cone. That's not true because I have chewed on one. And they are disgusting. <laughs> that sounds disgusting. It's very bitter, but... <laughs> You had to do. It. I had to do it. I would do it too. Witch's Hat Brewing is an amazing brewery in South Lyon. They give you popcorn. They do, and all their mugs are glass blown, hand blown glass. That's what I meant. That's what she said. Yeah. <laughs> um, and they're Halloween themed, so yeah, October say, perfect. Witch's Hat spooky season. Halloween. So shout out Witch's Hat. Been there a couple times. Love the ambiance there. And we have a beer. Let's drink it. I'll wait. Ooh, you can smell that instantly. Yep. It was wow, cold, probably. That smells when we got so this. juicy. It's good. It's so juicy. It's very juicy. Yeah. Yeah, it's definitely not. I t- that's why usually it's more bitter. aromatic than yeah than actual bitterness. But the, as soon as you cracked it, I, you yeah, you got hit in the face. Yeah, it smells like in the face, like mangoes. It does smell like mangoes. I or wonder maybe. if they used mango in it. Hmm. No, or to set it. In it's a cashmere hop. If that makes a difference. Maybe cashmere hops have notes of mango. See, that's what we need to do one day: is just get a bunch of single hop beers, put them in a line, try them all. 
What you need to do is get single hot varietals and you'll see the color difference as well. Hmm. You you think people think hot pellets are all just green when it's not. I didn't think that. (laughs) I had no opinion whatsoever. (laughs) Very good. Only thing that would make this better if it was cold. It would have been cold <laughs> had you have, we drank it as soon as we got it. Secondary notes of coconut, lemongrass, and candy, so no. Oh, wait, no. Complex, intensely fruity with strong notes of lemon, lime, peach, and melon. So I guess well, peach don't is don't get the, any of that. <laughs> peach, I could. Wait. I mean, peach and mango no, are like wait, in the same some, family. It's, it's not fucking peach. It's not mango. <laughs> it smells, That's not the word I was looking for. It's not mango. I don't know. It's, still smells mango to me. You know what it smells like? Do you know the Bolt House smoothie? The Bolt House Farm smoothie? Yeah. Oh, the yeah, orange yeah, yeah. one? Yeah. That's what it smells like. <laughs> Whatever's in that orange one, it smells like kind of like like baby food, too. <laughs> like baby food? Yum. <laughs> Thanks, Witch's Hat. <laughs> Your taste like, it smells like baby food. I mean, it is what it is. <laughs> hmm. Citrus is on... Untapped flavor profile. Yeah, I pick citrus. I, I mean, it's definitely. I would put more fruity than citrus. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, citrus fruity. is a fruit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but fruity and citrusy is way different. Citrus is actually an acid. Idiot. It's not a fruit. No, that's citric acid. Yeah. Why do you think it's named citrus? Named after the citric acid involved. So citrus isn't a fruit. <laughs> no, it's, it's not a, a group fruit, of but it's fruits. A, yeah. Yeah, but there is a, what's that one, old lemon called, like a citron? Citron. Citron. There we go. That's what I get. Hints of citron. <laughs> I, I get hints of... Uh, the ancestor of lemon. Citron. 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 <laughs> Absolute citron. <laughs> Tyrone. Ooh. Kyle got a little too turned on beer last night. Disclaimer. Yeah, I didn't do my taxes last so night. So whatever Kyle's on depth is. And I and asterisk. No, it's no, it's good. Turn up. But yeah, it's a little bit reminiscent of juicy pulp. A very oh, juicy yeah. uh, beer I had last night. Drank that I drank too much of. Did you have the same exact? I don't know the ones that we had on the show. I'm pretty sure it was. It didn't say. It doesn't say the variant on the can. It just says pulp. I thought it did. He said it, they added mango juice on the juice. actual can. Yeah. Though. Oh, it just said in the description. But yeah. It wasn't. Like, yeah. 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 I didn't read the script on the can. Oh. I was drinking it. <laughs> it's like I didn't pay attention to that. Yeah. And then. What was wolf. it? Co- was it like a ugly brown purple color? Can? It was like a very silver. Like. I can't. No, I don't know. <laughs> I don't think <laughs> it was very purple. Silver. It was the color of a can. A very silver purple. No. What? Silver and purple are two like different colors. Like even the label was silver. So. <laughs> I think you mean metallic. Um. Let's just move on. <laughs> it's besides the point. Okay. Let's get into our featured reviews. What do you want to start with? Alone. I, I, either All way, right. yeah. Because Alone it is. It's going to be a lot more controversial. Ooh. Could be. Will be. Okay, will be. All right, we're going to start with Alone then. Uh, Alone is written by Matthias Olsen, directed by John Hyams. This stars Jules Wilcox and Mark Menchaca. A couple other people, but really, there's literally two people in this movie. 
So, Blast Synopsis mm-hmm. reads, A recently widowed traveler is kidnapped by a cold-blooded killer only to escape into the wilderness where she is forced to battle against the elements as her pursuer closes in on her. Let's take a listen to a clip. You have to help me! Jessica, you're never going to be able to move that. All right, what did you guys think of Alone? So I really like this movie. So it's not that it did so many things that were like new, I guess, or anything in the genre that were like mind-blowing and everything, but everything that it did do was so technically well done. I think this could be like... I want if anybody likes these type of movies at all, n- recommendation easy for me. Uh, it was shot pretty well, acting was good, really good. Like and the, the story chugged right along at a great pace, not too long, didn't overstay its welcome. Yeah, I mean, I really don't have too much bad to say about it. There, it's not very deep. There, you don't learn a lot about. I guess. Outside these two characters, it's a very self-contained story, I guess. Yeah. And well, there's two characters. Yeah. <laughs> very contained. But yeah, I mean, I don't really have too much bad to say about it. I I enjoyed it for what it was. It's simple, but it was effectively done. Yeah, uh, I liked it too. Um, I started off not liking it at all. I thought really? the whole like first third of the movie was pretty bad. Wait. Okay. I, I want to hear about this because I thought it started right off at a great clip. No, I loved the story. So here's my, the early on it was the dialogue was very generic. It was very thin and it was like, we have this really awesome thing coming up. So let's get to that quick. That's why I love So they that. wanted to reach the climax quickly and you could tell, or like not the climax, but the actual, bulk of the movie they wanted to get to it quicker so the build-up was kind of like i felt thin i didn't care about any part of the like the first third Hmm. it was like too too repetitive too generic too copy and paste for me and then then it got to the best the best part of the movie. And then after that, it stayed up. So I think that this movie had potential to be even better than it was had it had started off for me stronger than. See, I really did like the start of the movie. I thought that it didn't like start. I mean, it just went right into it. It started creating that tension with the driving part, like which was very reminiscent of nocturnal animals, Mm. I guess to me. Like, which I loved that. So I, and then just the way it was done, you could just, it made me feel the tension. Like you knew something was wrong. 
like she knew something was wrong and I felt it felt off. I don't know. I could like empathize with her very well because of how it was going. And it was like creepy, but not overtly like the all the situations that she was put into were stuff where like seemed innocent. Like you could like believable, I guess. Like it was like he was messing with her head from the beginning. Right. So it was like. He was messing with her head with these things to make her almost look like the bad person for judging him. And he's just this nice guy. But you could also really effectively feel that weird something was off with him and something was and like the camera, I thought, really helped with that, too. Like, especially in that first third, it was like panning with her, zooming in slowly towards her. It felt like she was being watched. And that created that weird feeling, too, because he kept showing up, kept showing up, kept yeah, showing up. Yeah, but don't up. you think that that's that's what I mean by cutting, copy and paste? It's like well, but you knew he like from the jump. Right. I felt I knew from the jump that he was. But that's a bad why guy, it was, so like, it was like that's why it was effective though for me because like there there's not really a way I guess to make this that much more. Like I don't think there's really more you can add to it. It was doing a typical like storyline I guess of this thing that has been done before but its execution was where it was brought it up for me like elevated it so i really liked it as well uh i think i'll just go off of what you're saying first and then get into some more general thoughts the beginning i really like too because it is such a basic movie and a basic story i don't think the intent is to have a super deep uh, characters or anything like that. I think it does what it's doing very effectively. So going right into it, like getting, finding out that she's a widow, she's moving uh, across the country. And then like, you know, just this guy starts tormenting her like that is effective in itself. And then him coming back, like, you know, yeah, you know, right away that he is going to be the antagonist, but you don't know when it's going to, when it's going to make that jump exactly about like, yeah, like when is he actually going to fly off the handle and start, you know, attacking her? You already know that, but you don't know when it's going to happen. So I love the first, the whole, all the part with the car, like him following her. That's where the tension is. Yeah. Right. You're just that whole time, you know, he's bad. Right. But so it's just like, when is it going to happen? When is it going to happen? When is it going to happen? Yeah. Right. Like you think it's going to be like right in the beginning because he's following her in the car and then he ends up just passing her and she's like, breathes like a huge sigh of relief and then you're like okay when is it when is he gonna come back you because know you know it's, it's him yeah have you ever seen creep yeah, yeah. that's what this kind of reminded me of like that's off feeling like intention that is creep effectively built wait was better than did this. you see two no it's also great <laughs> in a different way but so yeah uh i think just like the tension that this movie builds is basically why it's so good. And I think it does a really good job of avoiding a lot of tropes that these movies fall into. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was another part that I, you know, really liked, like just seeing, yeah, you've seen this before, but it's done, at least it's being done differently now, or I felt like it was being done differently. Um, I thought it looked amazing for yeah. the, for the size of this movie, like everything, it looked like so clear and like so perfect. Yep. And then even how the shots, a lot of the shots were like you're saying it would pan. You just see like the cars, lights in the back, but you know it's him, you know, very oh, ominous. There were so many scenes I liked a lot. Um, 
I don't want to like spoil, but I mean, it doesn't matter too much. You can pretty much guess how this is going to go, mm-hmm. but it's more the journey, right? Watching it unfold in front of you. But like a lot of the times they played with the light and contrast and shadow, like when he's walking up to her with the, with a flashlight and you just barely see like the outline and, oh yeah, it's just done so well. Like with, yeah, I really liked how it was shot too. Yeah. Yeah, there's like it's there's really only like a few nitpicks I have with it and then just, you know, my overall feeling. But yeah, yeah, I mean, I really, really liked it. So, yeah, it's a this is a movie I could definitely see watching again sometime because it's quick. It's short. It's good. I feel like it's pretty rewatchable because it's not like I was really surprised by how things went anyway. Yeah, I was super happy with the pacing. And yeah. it, well, I mean, it was pretty short, but like it it really moved along yeah great like there was well, never like a dull part well i think that the the way it was structured helped that like it was like four acts or whatever yeah see i i thought that was super unnecessary it was like, unnecessary, why were the chapter it, like, those title cards i that was one of my nitpicks is that why I break it into it doesn't say chapters it just says like what the rain Especially or something like that since it the doesn't river. really cut yeah. to like a different part it just kind of just continued on yeah right? well it's so a time shift I, it wasn't not huge really. time yeah, shift, because there was oh yeah there was like i mean the one the the from the um the clearing to the next one whatever right like, was night to dark i don't think it always indicates a time shift though yeah no but two or two of the four acts were a time shift or at but least i felt like yeah, you could have done like, that with just right. like like fall asleep wake up like different time you didn't have to like break or you up can the... just cut and we are smart enough to know no it's been time has passed. Yeah, not... oh it's not dark now <laughs> time has passed like yeah yeah i'm not saying i think that that helped keep it like yeah i mean fresh. again like he said it was a nitpick it didn't bother me that much no, no. I, didn't, I didn't think it i didn't think it was necessary yeah it was unnecessary but i think it helped to it, but it didn't hurt it for, that much for me right like, yeah yeah it was a nitpick yeah I mean, there's um only like four or five chapters right there's four yeah so yeah i think there's it's yeah like whatever <laughs> but anyway um there is okay if you want to stay like completely spoiler free like jacob said pretty much plays out how you expect but if you want to stay completely spoiler free and watch this then the rest when we get in depth will be spoilered or if we say something about the plot that happens to be spoiler just avoid it so spoilers from now on what the i guess i'll just start the um okay so he brings her to his like cabin or whatever Mm -hmm, and then she's in the basement i like that part and the conversation but the the I felt like the sound mixing right there was like really quiet. <laughs> I'm saying sound mixing and lighting was really bad in that part too. Yeah, like my TV was just, bright, brightness was all the way. Oh up yeah, I, I turned. I thing. kept turning the brightness. I'm like, but, is this movie mode? Like <laughs> dynamic picture, fucking vivid, everything, and it, I couldn't see a thing. Yeah, that was like one of the only parts where like it fell off technically. For I think me. some there was sound mixing a lot, like not egregious, but it was like. I would think sound mixing kind of affected it for me a little bit. And that was in my notes because I felt like they were, they did it like too much. Like they over amplified it. Oh, like, like some the of the sound of the effects. Trees. Yeah. Him yeah. stepping was like, boom, boom. But 
I felt like that was because, like, in her head, it was so loud. Every, yeah, like, but in her the basement, it makes sense. Yeah, so, like, every little creak is, like, stands out, and that's why it was meant to stand out to us, too. Yeah, but it, it. wasn't always that. It wasn't always that. No, but consistent. that's what I took from like specifically like like creaking and stuff like that. But no, like voices yeah. were. Pre- I mean, I I always watch movies with subtitles now, so it's not like I put I had to put. But I thought the on, voices every other time were fine. It was literally just that, that part, part for me. Yeah. That was lighting and the sound was pretty yeah. rough in that section. But I do love what was said. Like oh, that whole part I loved. Like when. She's like, just let me. He's like, do you think you're the first one to say that? Yeah. Wow, that was like, <laughs> well, that creepy. line, the first line was the most generic line of the most tropey thing you could ever say in a hostage movie. From her or him? Yeah. Him or her. When well, she, she's, said, but I when mean, she says, you can let me go. I don't tell anybody. Yeah. Well, that's like, why I, I mean, liked it. That's, that's what he was saying, though. But that's He's what like, makes it so tropey. That's why I say that's that. just the tropiness of this genre. That was the one only time that really. Yeah. Fell in. Well, there was a couple other times, but that one really fell into. But I mean, if you were in that situation, I'm sure that's a thing that most people would say. Right. I mean, yeah. Talking to us. Like, I won't say no. anything. Like, just let me go. I won't say anything. Like, yeah. I mean, you're, just ba- what you you're trying say. to bargain just, for your hoping. life. Yeah. Like, you're hoping. And just like his expressions and the way he did things. I'm just like, oh, that was like. I know. He. Like, intense. I've seen him before. He's, yes, he's a pretty small actor. He? Yeah. He's in. Um. He was. I he's knew a, he's like a TV actor, but yeah, the way he looks in this movie just is like super off-putting. Like he just looks like it really a freaking is. creepy guy the whole time. Yeah. I, know, I know him from Ro- I thought uh, his, Ozark. I thought his nose was like prosthetic, but I think that's just how no, his, it's nose his nose looks. Yeah, like they. I thought they just added that like onto a different guy no. or onto the actor to make. Yeah, I know. It, but in there, it doesn't look. It doesn't look as Wait, bad as in the movie. I think it looks pretty. I think he looks just like that. <laughs> I think the the, I don't know, the I glass is exacerbated was, too. Yeah. Uh, yeah, 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 it definitely did. Yeah. Oh, he was so creepy though. Yeah, I love. Uh, yeah, just the casting for that was, was perfect. Great. Yeah, yeah, because they didn't make it like make him look like you know like a freak, but he just uh, his just looks yeah. so weird. And I recognize <laughs> him from Ozark. Uh, I've never seen Ozark. I've never seen Ozark either. Heard a lot of good things about it though. Um, but okay, speaking of tropes, I loved. I thought the hunter part was going to go like completely, you know, trope. Like he's just he's going to believe be, him and oh. like, no, cause he shows up and you no, know, I, I thought he was just going to believe him, but like he, he doesn't, he, he actually is smart and like says, okay, you're saying one thing, you're saying the other thing. I could believe both. Like let's call the police or whatever. And like, you just know, figure it out. Yeah. I'm not going to believe either of you. Like normally I mean, in a, in a horror movie or situation yeah, like that, yeah. he'd be like, Oh, okay. Yeah. You're right. I'll believe the man. And then, that part was so like real feeling, right? Because yeah. like you could, I mean, think about if you were in that situation. I've seen people with like mental problems who act like that, right? Like she does seem like crazy and the way he right. was so calm and like he knew her name. He had all these things about her that were all true and she couldn't even deny them, you know, like because <laughs> yeah. the guy already knew her name and like he knows her name uh, and like all this true stuff that he made her tell him like that I thought part, I loved that part. I thought it was I loved the go, whole part. Yeah. I thought it was going to go a different directions in terms of hunt. The hunter was going to be associated with. Oh, I guy. felt that he was going to take He was like acting all nice and was just going to drop her back off at the house. And yeah. Then. And then when it was like the tree was down, he'd be like, well, mm. I found her or something, but he didn't. And if just, that's why I felt more real. Like that subverted my expectation for that. 
and that whole scene I really liked. And I did. I didn't like because the one nitpick about that whole scene is the chances of that actually occurring of him actually finding her in that car is a little Oh yeah. A stretch. There's definitely conveniences in this. I mean That was like the, the fact biggest that he keeps finding, keep finding, keep finding her. Like he's like the best tracker in the world. Well it's right? like she she's in the river for however long. Yeah. Like she just traveled ha- probably like a mile. Then he just know? happens like, to easily. like she gets in a random car that the chances of him being there is slim to none. And then the chances of the man finding her in that vehicle and just happen to be pulling up right behind him five seconds after. Well, if you play the odds for the whole movie, it'd be a really boring movie. Oh, well, yeah, <laughs> but I'm just saying that that scene in particular was like, yeah, the yeah. biggest. And then yeah. after, because always before that, he was you just have to interject her. something different though, but then just like him tracking her or whatever. I mean, like add a little bit of variety or something. I don't know. I thought the way it played out, and because it avoided a trope, it was it was fine rather than, you know, not having it in there at all. Yeah, I mean, the reason you feel so much tension is because you've seen these kind of movies before. You know this is going to happen, but it's just... And it helps it helps relieve some tension because you think she's safe, and then it builds it back up so... So that, quickly. Right. And, yeah, like, yeah, I loved that scene. Yeah. I loved it. I mean, overall, like, I just loved mo- this movie, really. Like, it's yeah, really good. The only, like you said, there's conveniences, yeah. and the, the only, like big logical nitpick I have is she gets uh she does get shot and like it seems to he, he says so I did like love that scene hours, yeah. I love that scene was all, yeah the was night really uh yeah when she's in the water and at night yeah, yeah that was good I love that whole part but he does shoot her and uh he says you know you'll probably bleed out or whatever in x amount of time or all these things will happen to you he's describing and then none of it happens it's like why does he why do they go out of their way to say this is what's going to happen to you and then none of it happens because it doesn't show her bandaged or anything. I was like, really confused. And her shoulder I was, was never even like she never. Even yeah, she never. Well, she was acting like it was hurt, but I thought she it just glanced off her. She so, gets pegged right through the shoulder. See, that's what confused me. I'm like, because it. Yeah, I agree. Like that was the most confusing part for me. I'm like, did she? Because well, it was both, again both it's so, of, such a dark movie. But I was like, did she get hit or was it just like a glance because off the shoulder? You, well, when it but you go, can see a after hole. night. There's the hole right yeah. in her shoulder blade from the exit wound. So I don't know if maybe because the way she laid or something, it stopped the bleeding. Like no, I'm just saying like like they're that both was my like, biggest like, that, was, that was that did well. They were both yeah. superhuman. <laughs> I mean, like he he got hit in the fucking head with a crowbar five times, never got knocked out. Oh, gets well, stabbed I in mean, the fucking arm. I mean, that happens in movies a lot where I they know, get, they take they take head injuries like. Nothing, you know. He didn't even get like remotely knocked out or phased at all. He yeah. Got hit in the crowbar five times, and a rollover accident, and he's still walking fine. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he was. They were pretty effed up by the time they got to the clearing, both of them. But which I also want to point out, like I love that fight at the end. Oh, how it looked! It too. was yeah. so cool. What like, a, was that what slow good, motion? And there stuff was some too? slow. I liked that. I don't yeah. know. It felt so impactful and everything. That fight, I was like, that here, fight scene kind of felt like the choreography, like the filming of Upgrade, kind of like it had mm-hmm. a lot of like like you rotating the cam- shots. The way and, the camera yeah. and like the slow mo did it made things feel so heavy. Mm. And yeah. Like, yeah, I love the choreography of that. Followed right to her face. Yeah, it felt like Upgrade, like a dyna- very dynamic camera with like a fixed point sometimes, and then. Yeah. 
Oh, I love that last scene. That whole scene. like last scene, I loved. That also bumped it. And up then like me, when he looks over at her and she's kind of like smiling, basically, and her face is like, all black and yeah, blue. yeah. And <laughs> he doesn't. He sees that she doesn't have the fear, and he was always looking for people because he knows fear. And then she wasn't afraid anymore. And ah, that was great. I loved that last scene. The clearing. Says, you can't. Yeah. You can't hide fear from me. I can always see fear. I yeah. also loved it's how the keys eyes. weren't in the car. I knew that I knew that wouldn't be I good. That's what I'm saying. But some movies would have done that. I'm like, why wouldn't he have them in his pocket? Like, yeah, right. <laughs> like, yeah, especially because he, he knows that she's out there. Yeah. Yeah. And he did. So I'm like, cool. OK. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's the that's it for my notes. Anything yeah. else? Spoiler? Let me look. But I don't think I have any more on notes. Oh, nope. that. That stick, like right in the beginning, though. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that look. That was hard to watch. Yeah, it was when she pulled it out of her foot. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you I'm could like, see it in the foot. Yeah, yeah, that was some good makeup right there. That had to be makeup, right? No, yeah, it wasn't CG. Yeah, yeah. Uh, maybe. Uh, I don't know. Probably makeup. Yeah, that looked good. I mean, all of the, I guess, visual effects look good. I don't. Yeah, I mean, like there was nothing that looked fake. Like I said, almost everything no, technically. Yeah, I love. I mean, all I mean, other than like some blood splatters, I think everything was practical. Yeah, it looked great. This movie is a movie you could watch in like twenty years, and it looked just as good. Like, yeah, yeah, great setting too for this, you know, kind of mm-hmm. movie, Pacific Northwest. And I loved her. Oh, I did love her calling the wife too. Oh yeah, <laughs> that was. I liked that part. That whole last part was great. Then you actually find yeah, out his real good. name. But they Sam still label him as man in the in the credits. In the credits, yeah. But his name is Sam. Yeah. Sam Dillon. Cool. What uh what are you saying out of five stars? I gave it a four. Three and a half. I gave it a four. S- stronger starting, but it gave me a four. I, I love this. Start. Watch it again. <laughs> <laughs> I really like this start. Yeah. All right. Let's move on to our next featured review. Which is Baccarat. Oh boy, we got a tough one. <laughs> I'm going to butcher these so bad. I, okay. I don't know Portuguese at all. Baccarat is written by Juliano Dorneas and Kleber Men- Dosa. Mendoza Filho. Fijo. Fijo. Okay, it's also directed by those same guys, so I don't have to say it again. Uh, stars Barbara Colon, Thomas Aquino, Aquino. Um, where's the American people? <laughs> no, Karen uh, Thomas. Silvero Pereira, um, few other people. Okay, you don't need to know the cast. Nobody, nobody really. You have major, never heard of any of these people except for Udo, Udo Kier. Kier. Yeah. He's like the most recognizable guy. Um, yeah, it's it's a foreign film, so. Uh, okay, plot synopsis reads, after the death of her grandmother, Teresa comes home to her matriarchal village in a near-future Brazil to find a succession of sinister events that mobilizes all of its residents. I don't know what the clip would be for this, but <laughs> let's take a listen to a clip. I think it's great that the cell phones are all laser satellite jammed and the contractor got his truck, but we have guns. And we have ammunition, right? So what are we waiting for? I mean, why the fuck are we sitting around in some bullshit meeting in a farmhouse on the edge of town drawing straws to see who gets to sneak off and off Farmer Pablo one at a time? 
Okay. Yeah. How about we just skip ahead to the part where we put the ammunition in the guns and we roll down Main Street and we do some damage? I came for the body count. Now let's just fucking go. Okay. What did uh, you guys think of Baccarat? Another movie I liked a lot. And, I mean, obviously I saw that I was getting raved about and, wow, like... It was one of the most, <laughs> I don't know, confusing. Like, I know they said it was genre bending. Like, I read all that, and that is so true. Like, mm-hmm. the way it started out and few the way it genres, ended. A few different genres could be crossover. It easily, could, you could like, classify yeah. it as a lot of different genres. Like, And I loved how it was still done so well together. Like, it didn't feel like they were, like, it was out of place to me with the different genres. It felt like mm-hmm. they meshed well. But Ooh. they were so different. Like that takes some kind of like weird skill to be able to do. Well, this director, I haven't seen his other stuff, but he's pretty acclaimed. Like, I wanted to see his last film because that came out, I think, 17. when I was living in Texas, and they had it at a like a small independent theater, uh, Aquarius, and that was where I saw a trailer for it. it. Was at the Angelica Film Center, but and then i never saw it and then i didn't even know that he directed i didn't even know that this was the same director until i looked it up after watching it i was like oh he directed but i yeah. never saw it anyway but yeah he, he gets you know some pretty some pretty high acclaim yeah for his and movie, i mean movies. i get it the way this is shot too was this shot with like a this wasn't regular what was the frame rate that this was shot in? i it felt like it was in a higher frame rate than regular movies i don't know really yeah it felt i don't you thought like sped up yeah it felt I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong, but it just didn't feel shot in a regular. I know it was shot like on 24 film. frame rate. I don't know, but just the way it was shot felt so. <laughs> I don't know how to explain it. Did you you play Resident Evil Four <laughs> at all? Yeah, of course. Yeah. So that's how the town kind of felt to me at first with the way things were going, and um, I don't how do I don't want to spoil anything. We'll I'll, just keep I'll it general, say, and then we can... Yeah, general. I really like this movie. There, I had no problem with the acting. I liked how it was shot. I liked how it looked. I liked the way, the pacing, how everything went. I don't have really too much that I didn't like about it. Uh, it would be pretty like nitpicky about it. But, yeah. I really like this movie. And I definitely want to see his other movies. Um, I did not like this movie for a slew of reasons. Um, I basically, to put it, I disagree with everything you just said. (laughs) I think the pacing was horrible. I think the genre bending was a mess. This was a, and I, and I said this and I thought of this, this is a tale of two movies for me, a good movie and then a, not a very good movie at all. Like it was first half was good. Second half was a dumpster fire. <laughs> Acting was bad. Really? The Brazilians were good. The Amer- All the I, white I, people were okay. fucking awful. That's what I was going to say. Every single one of them. There was not a single good actor that was one of the Americans. The Brazilians, we couldn't really tell. A couple of them seemed like they weren't that good of acting. Um... Characters didn't care about a single person in this movie. Um, so there was no attachment to anything. 
um, that was shot well at times. The score was good, or the music, that was pretty good. But other than that, there was not a lot going for this movie. Okay. I also really liked Baccarat. Uh I think it does do the, it does mix the genres very well. And I loved, I loved the first half also. I, I know what you're, I can kind of agree with you, although I don't agree. I can, I know why you're saying you didn't like the second half. Um, as far as the acting goes, yeah, I don't think they were terrible, but. Udo was God awful. He's always kind of like that though. I yeah, just think but that's you like don't his, get an excuse for that. Well, I thought he was fine in this. It was. Oh my God. I I mean I'm in the same boat. Like I, like I thought see. the Brazilians felt like real. Yeah. I felt like that was a real people in a. There real was a couple town. of them, but that Picote guy was really? bad. Oh no, he was my favorite. Yeah, I was gonna say <laughs> I loved him. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the scene in the when he's driving like, when he's driving the people like, whatever he's in the jeep. Yeah, that scene. and they oh, go to the dam. Yeah. Um. <laughs> yeah, I th- I thought it how it was shot there's a lot of interesting shots and so many yeah just like things that you know you know normally wouldn't see and yeah i thought it was really well shot and yeah i think as far as characters i don't think you're supposed to really latch on to anyone it's the town is a character yeah but so you're I supposed to feel for the to town anyone in the character anyone in the town well Thus meaning i can't attach to the town you get to know i mean Nothing really happens until f- over 50 minutes in. I think they do a really good job of building up just the town and, and the these people. And the part that I'm agreeing with. Yeah. So the second half if you trip. love that, then how, how do you not feel anything towards them or towards because the I don't town? Because like, I didn't like the community. I liked how it was being described. Portrayed. Portrayed. You liked how it was being portrayed. Yeah. Like... Yeah. Well, I'll, I'll get into it later. That's why okay. I liked the last half, though, was because of how it was built up in the first. Right. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I think there's a lot of good build up and set up and payoff overall. I mean, it definitely doesn't go like into. I thought it was going to be. I thought the ending was going to be different, but I'm I'm happy with how everything yeah. went. This whole movie just kept me like confused and questioning everything like the whole time like even the genre or what was going to happen is that a good or, thing yeah i mean for me because you think a lot the payoff times, paid off or the, it was a good enough payoff mm. for it to be that confusing i didn't think anything was confusing so yeah no it was extremely confusing well if you have questions and you can ask in a minute uh, there is from what i know or what i've heard on this movie there is a lot of subtext, especially political subtext, but you have to know Brazil and you have to know the political climate in Brazil, which I don't know anything about. You don't? I mean, not that <laughs> Just much. Kidding. Besides, <laughs> like some, it has like some of the worst crime rate in the world. But yeah. besides that, don't really know much. And I still liked it just for this everything on the surface. So if we dug into and found out and like actually learned about what this movie is saying subtextually it could be even better i have an insight into like one aspect because i did have brazilian friends um but and a story that goes along with it. but it's a spoiler kind of so okay that. i think that about does it for general thoughts we can get into some spoilers 
Um, spoilers for background. It's free to watch on Criterion and I think Canopy. Canopy, yep. If you're interested. I could so check find it out. It on Canopy, though, when I look. You know what? I searched. Okay. On the apps that we use, it says it's available on it's available on Canopy, and I searched for it and couldn't find it. Yeah, I couldn't find it. So either. I had to watch it on Criterion. But yeah. I don't know. <clears throat> it says it's on there. It says it's on there. Maybe they took it off like today or yeah. yesterday. Anyway. Uh, okay. Spoilers for Baccarat. What, um, what do you want to start with? Why was it confusing? Or do you... I mean, I was just going to put my little sub story into this. So, Kay. you know, the drug they took, right? Yes. Was it Bra- Brazo 5 or I, something? I don't mean like specifically. It was a psychotropic, psychotropic drug. Psychotropic drug. Right? Oh, that drug. And that yeah. was just like when the doctor, she first gets there and just takes it right away. So that is a real thing. So in Brazil, that is okay to do. You can take those kind of drugs if it's part of your like culture, religion type thing. And I had my friend Pedro, he was from Sao Paulo and like he, his uncle, I believe it was, was, um, in one of those kind of groups. So he was part of that one time, went to one of their ceremonies and literally it's the whole like group of people. They take all these together to open themselves up to the spirits or gods or whatever. It's like peyote for the Indians. Yeah. So what's the, what's the, um. What's the other psychedelic that like mescaline uh, mescaline? Is that how you pronounce it? Something like that. Yeah, that one though. But yeah, so it's like that. Like they take it and then his story was hilarious. He ended up getting lost and hugging trees because they looked shiny. But that is like a real thing they did. So like when I saw that instantly, I'm like, oh, Brazilian culture. Like that is something that they do. It's and cool it, that they included it. But that was also one of my only problems with the movie was, was it super necessary? why or why use how they didn't really explain what it was. I mean, obviously, you know, it's some kind of drug, some form of drug, but it's, it's they something. they take it before they get into this fight. Right. Like it's supposed to help them fight. I wouldn't you would think that you'd want to be kind of level headed and. Not yeah. on drugs to fight. <laughs> well, again, if it's like spiritual, though, and it's part of their culture, like they fought before, which uh, one of my favorite things, too, is the museum. I, yeah, right. I love that. They never show it until they like never the show end. it. Yeah. I'm like, what's in the museum? Yeah. Like they always talk about. Did you go? Are you here for the museum? Yeah. But yeah, so that I mean, that is part of those kind of cultures. So maybe that was them taking it to be one as a group to fight together yeah it could be but like i never i mean yeah again if you know if you know that about brazil maybe that explains it like i didn't know that so and and they never said why they were doing it yeah which is good obviously you don't want expect yeah you don't want like a bunch of exposition or hand holding but yeah but you wouldn't have to say that if everyone knows it's just a thing that happens right right right. which is like i knew (laughs) like as soon as i saw that i'm like oh hey my friend was part his uncle was in a group like that. Mood inhibitor is what she said. A psychotropic drug. But it was He says that later, yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Okay, so why His why was a tea, though, that my Why did you think it was confusing her? What were you confused on? Um just just as soon as like as soon as the second hit shift or the second whatever at half was like they're building up this whole huge political angle. And obviously this movie is about like, like modernization of 
like small parts of Brazil are starting to get taken over by bigger places. Like it'd be like third world country and then Jackson start taking over fucking the third world. Like they're up, they're modernizing because every they're city around them. They're getting over. Yeah, and they're not even on the map anymore because they're so small that they're going to be washed away. So that's building up really nice. And that's what I meant in the beginning. And then then you get into so, such like a keech, like cliche movie after that. It turns into like this weird grindhousey like comedy. Ain't, like they try to throw some comedy in there. And then like it just... Like you have these American European gun toting cell phone fucking flying drone using like it just became so cheesy and like it would just fell like so so it just fell apart so badly at the end of the movie like second half. Well, I felt like that was trying to maybe say something about how like other cultures like like uh like uh western cultures don't necessarily understand what those kind of towns and stuff going through like it's not i mean they literally are just there to use them as a game for killing and it's kind of like how we are just like oh yeah we can like go to these places and not care at all about the people or their culture yeah that's what i'm saying and we just push ourselves into there and without respecting what they're about you know, yeah, that's what I mean by like Keech. Like, you have this. It's like it's so over the top. Like it could have been this movie would have been a lot better had it been much more subtle, but then they tried adding all this like sci-fi, like with the flying drones and then the see-through phones, and they're talking into a translator. Like, it's just so... But it is says it's in the near future. I mean, that yeah, stuff was like... I thought it was fine because you know that it's... But we have drones future. and they're not looking... They and don't look I, like flying saucers. But we also... But I mean, that's that just was like... Just <laughs> that was their style. They wanted that drone. Yeah, it was right. Like, they wanted it to look that way because maybe to mess with them even more or something. Yeah, I mean, they but, said they said it looked like a flying saucer from one of those old movies. Like, yeah. they know it's, like, like it's the, big that's pointed out as... Like, it was, yeah, like, the white why... people were acting like they were dumb, but they're, like, hey, there's a drone, like, yeah. coming. Like, they knew right away. He never <laughs> thought dro- it was yeah. a UFO. Like, yeah. <laughs> it was, like, they were, under like, judging them as this third world country and underestimating them about everything, but they're not stupid. Like, just because they live in a poorer town, just because they're doing these things that seem like a third world country, they're not stupid. Like, they know what things oh, yeah. are. They want to continue their traditions and the white people are so oblivious to what they're actually going through or what they're actually thinking and what they're actually feeling that they would do this alien thing to try and mess with them. Yeah, and they but didn't think that's they weren't what, messed with. That's what I second. mean though. That's where, it, that's where the whole angle of like too much in that, like then now it's showing like these directors are just, are like hyperizing us so it's like almost it's a very like distasteful movie and then it's it's like saying that americans and europeans think all like brazilians are dumb or people in these things are dumb and it's like that's just like discrediting it's like distasteful towards 
Americans and Europeans. I feel like that's true. For I mean, a if lot the shoe things, fits, <laughs> like yeah, think but, of like Mexico. Like everyone has such a bad view of Mexico. I I mean, I talk like I'm like, hey, I want to go to Mexico City, and they're like, ill. But like people go to Cancun and like Tulum, yeah, Cancun. I mean, and that's I don't not, think anyone says that about Mexico, Mexico City. That's not Mexico. I think they think like Tijuana. It, this still they have this horrible view of Juarez. Mexico. Yeah, Juarez. Juarez. Juarez yeah. <laughs> they have this horrible view of Mexico, and but yeah, oh yeah, Cancun party. It's like that's what it looks like, and this is kind of what it's saying. Like Cosmo. people, people want to go to Rio. They want to go like I can understand. I can take like the criticism and know that you like. It's look at Annabellum. That movie, like, yeah. Do th- you think that? I mean, yeah. There's there's people out there. There's white supremacists, but like, are they? enslaving and killing black people like in a civil war reenactment i mean yeah it's fine to uh it's fine to critique them and to obviously call them out for being shitty people but if people are doing this same thing i mean yeah you're maybe they're lumping everyone you think they're lumping everyone together but i don't really see it that way i also and i also think it was it's actually both ways so you have then you have the Brazilian side where they also did a very hyperized version of them using super cliche things. Like you have him chopping a guy's head off with a machete. Well, he was you on have, drugs, though. Huh? He was on drugs. Yeah. You Well, that's not... What does that have to do with anything? I mean... Why is it... I mean, and he had, it's... Like, they have a like the he's the they, he's the guy that's wanted and it's I guess you could call it cliche but they do it for a reason they are trying to send a message to this guy that organized the whole thing. Yeah, but they they were underestimated. They, the they didn't even and see then, his the heads. Yeah, he did. Anyway, yeah. the guy. Do you know what happened at the end? Yeah, <laughs> he organized the, that whole thing. The, the, the governor, governor, yeah, the mayor, mayor. mayor. Yeah, he was I, the one I'm that organized that it. That. Yeah, yeah. So he saw that. Okay. And they let they let him live for a reason. Yeah, so he can go to the desert and die. Mm-hmm. Not necessarily. They, I don't That's think they, they were s- going to kill him. No, they they literally took him out there and said you'll be amongst the bushes and stuff. They took him out there to die. I thought they were. Just but he could survive. Him, like yeah. he could survive. It was like they were giving him a chance, though. Right. Yeah, but like saw you have a chance. It's a very him, very they, slim chance. Yeah, but they ran into his death. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> anyway. Then they 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 over um, like express the the whole prostitution scene in Brazil and call like they talk about whores multiple times. There's a lot of scenes where you have having sex with whores. You have a scene where they're having sex and there's a a line out the door of men waiting to fuck this girl. But and that could like, be something that we just don't completely understand. Maybe that is like a something an issue that they're yeah. But I into. I like looked up like. Because I did some reading after this and like even like I was reading reviews of like in like Brazilian reviews like translated and they were like some of them were knocking on the fact that this did put prostitution like saying that that was like a centralized focus in Brazil and it's actually not. But they were just like I didn't even think it was that I mean like it was an aspect in the town like they had like that was her job or whatever and they were fine with it and she was fine with it like yeah but there was I like three or four of them there was a, I don't there know. was a male and female for sure and then there was the the mom the older that, one, yeah. Like, yeah. yeah i don't know i don't think anything negative of that in itself so yeah 
Yeah, but they were they were putting like like saying like oh whores can have a whores can say or make up their mind too. Yeah, that's but, a good thought. <laughs> yeah, I know, but they were like the community was downplaying them. It was community to community. I don't know. Downplaying, they were downplaying them. Like talking were, down on whores. No, because like no, the, the one doctor, the, when she yeah. was leaving, she's like, you better not hurt her. Or like, They stood up for her. Yeah. Yeah, but she wasn't the only whore. In the and they said, room. and then the guy, the teacher, I don't know what his role is or remember his name. The, Pli- the, Pliano. Yeah. He says we have all of these people, but the one thing we don't have is a liar. Thieves. Thieves. Sorry. Thieves. Yeah. And that's he like a powerful we have, statement. We have whores. We have gigolos. We have yeah. teachers. We have doctors. We have everything. We don't have thieves. Yeah, because he's none saying of those, they, he's saying all those, of those people are equal. Professions are bad. Yeah, yeah, they're all good professions. And and in that town in Bakaro, they all they come together like they all view each other as like they equal. respect them. I felt like, but it was just what they did, and they right. weren't thieves, which are looked down upon. Right. I said. <laughs> I said my thoughts. <laughs> I think um, this movie is extremely overrated. No way. There's just, I don't know. There's just so much that's done well. There's this like uneasy feeling. There's this thing where I didn't exactly. And it's not horror by any mean, any stretch of the imagination. So throwing horror in the thing to see no. a Brazilian horror is not the no. case. No, I didn't think it was horror either. No. But it's classified as a Brazilian horror in in the description mm. of it. Hmm. I mean, I definitely had this off feeling a lot of the time, but more thriller, I guess, type. Yeah. I definitely felt like something was wrong or something was weird, but I couldn't quite place. I didn't exactly know where it was going. Yeah, and it, it just kept saucers. like surprising me and stuff. It was just a drone. I don't, what's yeah. the pro- I don't get that. That was the thing that was, that was the creepy overlooking. They were being watched by a flying saucer. That was your ominous presence. Well, no, like the scene, afraid. the scene, like with the kids, like something like that, you know. Yeah, that's what I was thinking of with the like the flashlight. Yeah. When he shoots the kid. Yeah. Yeah. Mo- that's like more of a thriller feel than. We agree, it's not horror, but yeah. that is it where horror. they get the thriller aspect. Yeah. I would I would agree with a, a thriller angle, maybe. Well, I mean, movies are but mislabeled I would, all the time. I mean, I some mean. people say horror is just because, I mean, it was very violent. But, right. I mean, so are Tarantino movies, though, and I don't consider those horror. But yeah. I do feel, feel like this had the more, like, scary tension than, like, a Tarantino-type film where that feels more action. Like, this one did have that weird, like, off feeling for me, for especially from the first half. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think... I think there is some there's some bad aspects, especially when the when the Americans show up. But I love some of those scenes too. Like I love the scenes with the the wealthy Brazilians, how they are almost like they are Brazilian, right? But they are looked at differently, mm-hmm. and they look different. They you know they call them out as oh yeah, you could almost be like Italian or whatever. Yeah, and they have that conversation of just based on their stereotyping and but just you're not saying white. how they look right just that that's such like a huge thing in in life still like we judge so much based off of the color of people's skin still it's like 
Yeah. Yeah. I thought that scene was really good. And then, um, the, the, my problem or one thing, I guess I didn't promise. My thought was, so he go, when the action starts and, uh, Udo is, he's got the sniper, right? God. And then he shoots, uh, he shoots two of his own people. I think like, I was wondering, I was like, why, why did he do that? But then I think he knew that they were all screwed and that he, their whole purpose was literally just to like kill people and they couldn't find him. And they, and like, he like was like, all right, if I can't kill any of these villagers, I'm going to kill two of them. I mean, they did set that up that he didn't give a fuck about them. He shot that one guy in the chest. Right. 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 Like right early well, on. That's I felt like they talked back to him. Still, they set up that he would do something like that. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so when he really. did it, I wasn't surprised that he did it. He seemed off. Yeah, I was wondering why, and then I mean they do they do a good job of them basically portraying them as all they want to do. The only thing they care about is like killing because it's such a thrill for them, or they want to get that experience. It's like the hunt. Yeah, like they have no they have no skin in the game, but because they're hired by someone else who who is politically motivated, they're only motivated by this thrill or adrenaline rush or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I that was the same part I. It wasn't even so much like this that shooting part. I did think mm-hmm. that was weird, but was when he was caught and he was just like, "Friend, like you know me." That part. Oh yeah, that yeah. was the only part. <laughs> I'm just like, okay, I get it. Like he knows, and he's like, "No, I don't. I, I don't know this guy." Like it was too. That was a little too much. That part. I agree. Yeah. I did love this, the part as a whole though, with the town coming together and doing it. And I was like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, it was Golunga. Done pretty well. Yeah, there's only like a few nitpicks, and then I think overall it's a little long. Like it, it could be long, yeah. paced a little differently. Maybe like one more edit gone through could have cleaned it up a little bit. Yeah, but I still love like all the parts separately. I love. I think it's just all together. It just felt a little long. Yeah, the flow was still not a little off somewhere yeah. in there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But not to a point of like. But to yeah, even a mix this many things together for me was impressive. Mm-hmm. Agreed. I mean, I don't know about you, but I don't like watching a movie if you're confused the whole time, and then the. I don't know. I what's wasn't. Confusing. You yeah. just said you said the whole no, time you're confused. And I, I said, was on. It's like a payoff where, worth it. And you're like, eh, kinda. It wasn't that I was confused. Is that I didn't it necessarily know where it was going confused. though. But when it got there, I was like, oh yeah, it led to this. Like. It made sense. It wasn't like it was random scenes. It was like, ooh, where could this go? There's so many directions they could take this. Where is it going to go? And then he went that direction, and I can see why. And it made sense based on what he did before. Here's, a, here's another. Why did the why did the power go out? I mean, they cut it, right? Right. Why? And he said we're under attack? Yeah, why? Why they cut it, and then they weren't under attack, and then the attack happened like, the next day right well they were they were close to the town because that one guy was on the border right when he what shot was the, kid. The, the countdown and then the lights turned off and they said we're under attack keep digging and then they never went under attack until the next day all right like as soon as it was midnight yeah i mean i thought they were just kind of messing with them why'd they do anything that they did like killing one person one person one person the guy's like let's just they do it he's like, no person. they killed seven they did people. kill the people that were trying to escape yeah. in the car they yeah, then that. they killed everyone inside of the house. Yeah, I felt like it was just 
all designed to basically have fun with them and then do the actual attack. And like they took out the power so they couldn't like communicate or do anything. I mean, they cut off the yeah, cell but they, phones. They cut off the cell phones before that. Yeah, but there could then have they cut off the power. Then they cut off the power and nothing came of it. It did. Th- I mean, it wasn't back on later though. Yeah, but it was during the day. What is the p- like? They're all in there. What what do they need to communicate? What is the what happens in between? Because that was obviously the very next morning that they go into the town. What was the very what digging, was the scene right they were in between the that? Hole. Yeah, but what was it happened right? How did we get from night to the next day? I'm trying to remember that exact scene. They that was when he fucking they went in that white room in the basement that was all like futuristic, and that, that's when he shot the the guy in the chest for calling him a Nazi. And then he's like, "You shot a kid. You shot a kid. He was a child. No, he's a teenager. No, you shot a kid. We don't shoot kids. Why do you?" So shoot maybe that's a kid? why they waited or they held they held off. Because they did, he did something that they had to go reconvene and get I mean, there was shit. definitely yeah, someone no talking in their ear that kept stopping. And then them, you didn't right? know what, that you had no idea what was being said on that, which was kind of. Sometimes it was them talking to each other, but yeah, other times you don't know. Which, what would that add? I was I fine know. not yeah. knowing. I just, for me, that just added more to the mystery of like this whole thing, right? I was pretty, I thought that twist when it's revealed that it was the mayor you didn't expect that not really <laughs> i thought this was like very formulated it was like leading up to a last end well yeah you know that pretty much from the beginning that's what i'm saying so it wasn't confusing that yeah but they added <laughs> all these elements say that the matriarch had nothing to do with anything the whole 94 year old matriarch what did she do with anything that's the reason was for that? the one girl coming back to the town. Okay, one girl. <laughs> what if she didn't come back? It didn't, didn't change the movie at all. If that character well, was I thought out of it the brought movie. like everybody back together. No, they were all living there. She she came. There was like four people that came back because he lists all of them. I don't know. I felt like that was me. just our way to enter into. Yeah, it. I think it's just like an inciting incident. Yeah. I don't really think it has. I don't think it has to have meaning. Yeah, but they brought just, her up like. It was just showing you like the that's probably another cultural thing. Like it's a matriarchal village. Like we're when we have nothing like that. (laughs) Like yeah, but shouldn't there be a next matriarch? No, I don't know about. I mean, the doctor you could argue kind of was. Yeah, but he's not a matriarch. He's a patriarch. No, the woman doctor. Yeah. Oh, but she wasn't even like you had no idea if she was the the matriarch or not. She wasn't like a. Again, I don't think it has to have meaning though. But why add it? I just it's the I inciting mean, incident. Yeah. Inciting for what? What is just like was our entrance into the movie, like into everything. Right. Yeah. And she does show up. She shows up in uh to Udo or whatever. Mm-hmm. He sees her. When? Right. The end. When he right before he starts the sniping. It's like her ghost or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Missed that part completely. Yeah doesn't add anything to the movie probably weren't paying attention after the movie that's why you're so confused this movie was not confusing at all it was very confusing no i think it's pretty accessible to anybody that would no, want to watch it no yeah. no yeah don't no i mean everybody it's has really good ratings for a reason so i mean it has decent ratings <laughs> yeah right if this was any movie that you wanted to see and had an 80 something on metascore you'd be sucking its dick yeah but that's like 22 reviews your, yeah, your that's thresholds, quite a bit. Our thresholds in the 30s. 
We've explicitly said that. <laughs> no, no, we haven't. Yeah, you said you always say, oh, well, there's only 20 reviews. That means nothing. Look at this one. It was under 60. 20, probably. 60? I've never, I don't think I've ever seen 60 what? on that score. I don't think so. I could look up Dark Knight right now. There's probably 91. The One of the biggest movies of all time. all time. That's okay. what I'm saying, though. Lord of the Rings, easily. <laughs> you just said never. <laughs> Whatever. Watch it again and actually pay attention. You'll oh, I get, won't you'll watch it <laughs> again. Yeah, I know. That's a sad thing. Stars born 60. Yeah, it should be way lower. Uh, this guy's 60 critic reviews. Why would it be lower? <laughs> let's let's rate this thing, unless you have something else to say. I don't. Out of five stars, what are you saying? Gave it a four, another four. Two and a half. I also gave it a four. We're right on track. <laughs> Check it out. Yeah, great, great movies this week. Yeah, super strong. We got to... We got to Level it out for our, for our review next week. Josh can't wait. What is it? Hubie Halloween. Oh, fuck. No. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be one of them. No shot. All right. Let's let's uh, let's talk about what else we watched this week. I have a lot, so I should probably start. And yeah, I think it's pretty much you because... I have one. Oh, really? Yeah, I don't. It was my busy week. So last week, Jacob talked about a film... Um, Japanese film, right? Yeah. Okay. And, you know, said it was, you know, maybe a little little weird, a little different. And I guess I just had to one-up him on that because I <laughs> didn't know what the hell I was getting myself into when I watched House or Hosu. Hosu. Uh, this is a Japanese film some would consider a classic. And it's... Probably, definitely the weirdest movie I've ever seen. <laughs> so, House is from 1977, and it is a comedy horror. So, right up your alley, Jacob. Love it. Uh, yeah, just super, super bizarre. I don't even know how to describe it. But these girls go to um, one of their aunt's house, and it ends up being haunted. That's the basic the basic plot um and it's totally self-aware it is like super hyper stylized it's like all of the the weirdness and craziness of just like i guess anything that you would stereotype like japanese think of stereotypical japanese is in this movie just like <laughs> yeah. super bad effects but like everything's on purpose it's it's so bizarre but that's why it's that's why I think most people like it. They it's just it's very uh charming. Based. It's very charming and it's in how it's done. Yeah, it's got um, a four star. Yeah, so everything um so the like even the characters themselves are stereotypes. Like um here's the character names. The, the <laughs> girls, Kung Fu, Fantasy, Mac who eats a lot, Sweet, um Melody. Melody, who is plays the piano. Um, Kung Fu. Gorgeous. Kung Fu does Kung Prof. Fu. Gorgeous is really beautiful. And Mac eats a lot. Water and fantasy, like man. daydreams and the stuff like that. So even the names of the characters like are... Like just, the Seven Dwarves. Mr. Yeah. Togo. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like the Seven Dwarves. Um, Shoemaker Man. <laughs> is that really? It, uh, it's, it might not be an actual character. Oh, okay. But Watermelon Man is on here, too. Yeah, there's a guy that sells watermelons. Um, but yeah, it's <laughs> super bizarre. It's it's not horrific like 
really at all. There is like some like unsettling parts, just really weird parts, but it's totally bizarre. And I, Jacob, you definitely have to watch it. Sometime. Already added to the watch list. Now. All right, it's on. I think it's on Criterion, and I gave you guys my login today. So check it out and let me know what you think. Um, super like all like technically too. Everything technically like how it's how it's filmed and like the editing and just it's yeah it's almost indescribable. But and all the backgrounds too are like matte paintings. Like <laughs> everything like is a painting that they use so it's, you can tell it's like not really i don't think it's like done on like location or anything but anyway yeah just all the sets and everything i loved and yeah it's just a very charming fun movie, movie. <laughs> sounds right up my alley is yeah it pretty short i feel like it is really short um 88 minutes is it? yeah it's under an hour and a half so yeah so po- apparently there's like some subtext to it but from what I know, how it was, how it came about was, I think, from a young, the director's daughter, I want to say, and a lot of the ideas were um, like dreams, like dreams. Uh, so that's why it's like so zany because it's just all of your like subconscious. It's not really like they don't try to put in things that would that you would think would scare you. It's just like your subconscious. Sometimes when you dream, like that's more scary than anything like frightening that you actually could see or do see, right? I gave it a three and a half. I really, I don't know how to rate it at all. Cause like I, I think the only way to enjoyment rate level. it is based off enjoyment. Cause like everything in it is pretty bad, but <laughs> yeah. it's all intentional. So you can't really knock it for that because it's trying to I mean, be that if, way. If you take it like this movie can be easy to watch today versus a movie that was trying hard maybe hey. and doesn't look as good. Right. And like, and you can make this kind of movie today, right? Where it's intentionally bad looking, but self-aware, right? Like, yeah. uh, like and that's uh, okay. Dave made a maze. Which also gave it a three and a half. I think <laughs> Kyle needs a rewatch. No. That's in the we'll rewatch, Colin, baby. That. Rewatch. Um, yeah. Very and the music, too, it is so reminiscent of a theme from Zelda. Was it 8-bit? Like, no, it wasn't. But oh. I'm just saying, like, it sounds like almost exactly like... A theme from Chip Tune Zelda. Oh. No, 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 not that. I'm just saying. Oh, like, I see what you mean. I yeah. get it. I get it. High five. <laughs> High five. <laughs> okay. Dave, do you, you want to go or should I do another one? Do two okay. and then I'll do one. All right, I'll do another one. So yeah, I'm I'm trying to keep on the horror train. I guess I'm the only one doing this. You know, I yeah. Um, no one I'm else working on it. I had a busy yeah. week. So I uh, I went to my rewatch list and I rewatched you it follows. One, Kyle. I'm not Unless doing them in order. Oh, if I'm going to do two, then I'm going to pair, uh, David, Eric Dowdle's movies together or Eric. Wait, Dave, John, Eric John, Dowdle. Eric Dowdle. I'm going to pair his movies together. Cause that makes sense. So I'll just go right to it follows. I rewatched it follows. Finally. Oh, yes. Last time I saw it follows was in a little theater in Ann Arbor with this guy over here. And we were a little too turned up. <laughs> we had not done our taxes. We had a couple two hearted. So now we had fireball. Snuck a couple fireballs, we into, fireball the into the theater. <laughs> um, so yeah, but I still remember not liking it, and I p- couldn't tell you why at the time. Um, but now I can tell you that it did go up quite a bit. Yes, but it's still 
is way overrated. I do agree that it is overrated. It's very but overrated. But it's better than what you thought it was. Yes, it is much better than what I thought. <laughs> I think you gave it like a one star originally. Yeah, it was a one. <laughs> wow. <laughs> um, so it's, it's at least a lot higher than that. Um, yeah, I still I still think that... Uh, I would say I was saying David because it's David Robert Mitchell. Yep. I think David Robert Mitchell has potential. Have you seen his other Under movie? the Silver Lake? Yeah, I've seen it. Is it good? I like it better than It Follows, I think. I think It Follows is more accessible. Under the Silver Lake is a lot weirder, but I think what Under the Silver Lake does is more interesting than It Follows. I think the It Follows, like, oh, it's, it's, so, it's such a clever idea masking this horror movie as, like, a sexual awareness, STD awareness thing. Yeah, that's, like... Conceptual. Yeah, as not, one would say, it's not that great. Um, I loved that. I did too. <laughs> uh, the the score I is great by Disasterpiece. Love Disasterpiece. Um, and there's some really good and interesting shots and stuff like that. I think, like, as his as a director, I think this was his first movie, right? Yeah, or first feature, first or whatever. Actual. But yeah, like he, some of the dialogue and like how the line delivery. Like the actors in it are good. We know that Mike Monroe was good, but like the delivery is so off. It's just like it felt so unnatural. Like he should have recognized that and done more takes. Some of that stuff was really bad. And then, you know, there's the there's the whole like hipster angle. Like these this is set in present day, right? And they is all it? have knob TVs. <laughs> is it though? And they watch like movies from the forties and fifties. I felt like it was. It's meant to be like a timeless type movie where you yeah, can't quite is. place where it is. It is supposed to be because she has, but she has like a device that's not a phone. It's exactly. Not like they a talk landlines. Yeah, but they also have. She has like a smartphone type device. Right. Yeah. Whatever. I mean, you can't. If it's gonna be in the present, just. Set it in the present. But I don't, is it? I don't think it's supposed to old be. Old car, old movie theater they show. They show, uh, shout out Michigan, also filming. Yep. Detroit. Yeah, Detroit. You can see the Renaissance Center when she's tied up to the chair. And the Redford, yeah. the Redford uh, Theater is the one I was talking about. Mm-hmm. Well, anyway, it's not like it's not even a big problem. It's just, it's just odd. Which I like that they, I like that. I, it's obviously a choice that he is a fan of those, whatever movies they're showing. He liked those, so wanted to. Oh yeah, yeah. Put them Pretty on. homage. But yeah, homage exactly. Um, and then there is one like logical, like the first time they attack it, the creature, the shoots it right when they're at the up north or whatever. She shoots yeah, it I'm in the to, neck. I, it's been a minute, but she shoots it in the neck, or it gets shot in the neck, falls down for like a second, and then gets right back up. So obviously, like. Anything physical isn't going to hurt it. Why the this is still the worst scene in the movie? Why would electrocuting it in a pool work at all? Does it? No, it doesn't. Did it? No. See exactly. Yep. But why would they think that? Because why not? They're kids. Then they read like they're not kids. They're like twenty. Or the one the one girl is like twenty. I thought they were. I thought they were in high school. Yeah. The 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 younger sister is, Mm. but the older one is dating a guy. That's 21. That well, mean she maybe be, they thought with electricity it would be different because it's not just a shot. It's like going to affect the whole body, not just like one sp- specific spot. 
And they were just hopeful. Dumb. They didn't like know dumb. what to do, and it didn't work. Terrible did it? scene too. It was just it was dumb. I do agree. That's the weakest part. Yeah, that was when it was the weakest to me, and that's what it would bring. I would say like my score the for whole it would pool be scene. like if I'm just thinking right now, would not be much different from yours. Really, I think yeah, like, it would I be. I give like a three I, and a half. Me too. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I would be right there. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that, yeah. So I did give it a three. It went up from a one to a three. That's a huge jump because I'm sober. And aware. <laughs> I like and the rewatching scene. it with a critical eye. I can I can definitely like, appreciate a lot more. The hallway, way overrated. My, and the scene perfect. that like fucking like sits out to me all the time is when the knocking on the door and they finally open the door and that fucking guy comes through. Like, like oh, too. I thought that was. I see. Okay, everybody talks about that. I thought it was gonna be scarier than what had actually happened. It gets me every time. I'm like, fuck. You're like, shit. He's like fucking huge. Yeah. He's just like, I'm like, oh, okay. The fuck. <laughs> like anytime that, you know, that it is, it is like the least scary. I always like a when couple they, scenes. That's what in the I love though. though. Isn't there? I loved the, the whole premise of it. It's like, it's slow. It just walks towards you, but it never, it stops. never runs. It never, it will yeah. never, Stop. Every time you sleep, it's still coming towards you. It knows where you are and it's coming. You don't know what it yes. looks like, but it's coming it's like to Slender you Man. at all times. So but that's like, what I'm saying is that it just like fucks with you. And the only way you got to pass it on and then hope that they survive because it goes back to you and you don't know die, if it's going to yeah. go back to you. So it's just this constant like slow walk. It's not the running 28 days later, like zombies thing. It's like just this constant stress of this thing that. You can easily outrun, but it never gets tired. It never stops. It's always moving. It's always coming for you forever. Like, oh, that's fucked up. Like thinking about that in real life, like that's so cool. Like, cause it's, it's not the traditional like jump scare except for that part, which did get me, but it's just like really a jump scare. You just know it's always coming for you and you know, you know, what it's going to do, right? We don't know. We never really find out. Right. Yeah, you do. They they show the girl on the beach. I don't remember. Yeah, it's been her like legs are ripped off. Oh, yeah, I don't remember that. But yeah, so but then it just goes the next. Which person. is also weird because it gets a hold of her at one point and it goes for her hair. Like why wouldn't it just like those pl- killer instantly? <laughs> I mean, it has it's like a machine, right? It's thoughtless. It's emotionless. You would think it would try to be the most efficient as possible and just kill her. And like the first thing it grabs when she's sitting right in front of or it gets right behind her is grabs her hair. Yeah. I, like I, I get that she has to live, but yeah, no, I agree with that. Wasn't was the like, score pretty good in this? That's why I said disaster piece. Oh, I didn't hear that. <laughs> great, great score. Like for me, when I've seen, I can't even count how many horror movies I've seen. Like, so for one to stand out, that's what like elevates it. Like when it does something that I don't expect, like that's original to it. As far as I know, there's nothing quite like that. And no, it's true. I mean, I like, yeah, that. you could. Yeah. That's I mean, scarier Halloween than like is... jump scares and stuff. Cause it's just the whole time, you know, it's coming for her. It doesn't no matter think... how far you get away. You could be fucking leave the country and you know it's coming for you. You don't know what it looks like either, or because it who it looks like itself, or who yeah. it is. So you can everyone, tell it's very it's very uh, inspired by Carpenter movies. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, like the score, how it looks, and even the way that it acts is all very Halloween. I gotta watch it again. Yeah, it's been I just watched it not too That's long been a couple ago. Years it's on Peacock, but you have to watch it with ads. Yeah. There's only like five. I'd rather just rent it. 
Wasn't great. I mean, the streaming Peacock needs to fit, get its shit together. Because I think it was like blurrier than normal. Mm. I mean, I, th- I think it looked fine, but I don't know. Yeah. And anyway, the they could have added... It missed out on opportunities when it says it could look like anyone and it doesn't it never takes form of like someone that she knows or something like it does to the guy the greg or whatever but it's after it's at a point where she knows that it's not him anyway you know what i'm saying like yeah there could have been a scene it would have been kind of tropey but there could have been at least one scene to build some tension where it was somebody that it looked like somebody that she knew where she wasn't expecting it right that's also not a big problem. No, it doesn't so, yeah, think. Three. It doesn't feel. It doesn't give up. Just, just and it walk, constant just uh, same speed. Yeah, just walks. Just keeps walking. And it has a lot of our like a lot of our favorite shots of like just something in the background. You're like, is that it? Is that it or not? Yeah, because that that's how best. she. That's how she feels. Because it can be whatever. Yep. You don't know who it's gonna be, and it's just this constant walking towards you. Oh, it's like. Yeah, like creepy, in, or and like when she's like at, at the end of the movie, doesn't it? Like someone's walking behind her, and they walk past, and she I thinks mean, it's somebody like walk chasing her. She's always thinking it's like yeah, but then it, like they just keep walking past her. That's the thing. Like it just be. Can you imagine that the rest? Like it could be. It could anything. come right back. Yeah, if the next person dies, it comes back. You have to like hope that. Like, and that would have been another good scene was like to show time passing and the like someone be still so paranoid about it, you know, because you never like know when the other person is going to die. Yeah, exactly. You don't know. So like, like what do you do? Yeah. Because uh. even if you pass it on, you're always looking over your shoulder thinking like if that person, maybe that person died and maybe it's after me now. Yeah. Forever. You'd be oh, looking that's up, such a, you'd be looking up feeling. deaths all the time. Yeah. You're like, did they die? Did like they die? Did they die? You'd did, be they die? did they die? Every day. And every time someone starts like walking in your direction, you're like, oh, did they die? And this is it again. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah right. That's what I love about it. Like it, that's one of the creepiest things about it is it's just like. But that's over. a concept that you have to that you have to think yourself like you're saying that's creepy to think about. It is creepy to think about. But visually, I mean, they do it in the movie. I'm saying like they don't portray that that endless paranoia in the movie that I can see that. But you know, still, it gave me that thought, yeah. and I was like, "Fuck, that's fucked. <laughs> like, it's fucked up." Yeah, to think about. Yeah, and it's so different good. from. I don't know any other movie like that. Mm-mm. Halloween. I said that. How? Well, Look at the new, the last Halloween versus the first one. She's like sixty or whatever, and she's freaking paranoid out of her mind still because she knows that he's alive, or she thinks he's alive. Yeah. I mean, I liked that movie too. <laughs> so I loved the last Halloween. I've never seen the other one, so I need to rewatch. I need to watch the originals. Yeah, me too. Now, You've I, never seen the original no. Halloween. Mm-mm. I what don't. The hell is wrong with you? So okay, I love horror movies, and I hated slashers. I did too. They're just so cheesy to me. Like I didn't Halloween like Friday Thirteenth. Really, I didn't like Nightmare on Elm Street, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Like, oh, the first one's great. No, I like Texas Chainsaw. Yeah. I only like the first one. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But like the rest of them. No. So like Sleepy Hollow, like any like slasher, I'm just like, like they were all the same to me. I didn't really like Halloween is different. I it's know so that good. now, Kyle, but the, I need to go back and watch them. <laughs> I, and I heard there's so many little like 
things that pay off if you've seen the original Halloween with the Versus new one. The new one yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which wasn't that supposed to come out this year? This yeah. was to come out uh, Friday, this past Friday. <laughs> or coming out this Friday, sorry. <laughs> which is not obviously happening. Next Halloween. <laughs> Sad. Wolfski. That was so good. Yeah. I liked it a lot. I liked I'm it with I'm done with the sequels. <laughs> Well, you know, remember, I don't, I didn't like slashers, and that was a great slasher. Then you're gonna be blown away by the first one if you like the last one, the newest one. I yeah, that's what I'm saying. One, yeah. The newest yeah. one. I thought the newest one was oh, it was good. Don't good. get me wrong, but nothing compared to. But the first for one. me, all slashers are pretty terrible. So good slasher was like, oh, now I'm interested in slashers. Well, if you want to watch it for next week, I'll watch it because I. I was planning on watching it this year anyway. All right, I'll watch the original. Or we could save it I know for, I want to watch the original. We could save it for the Halloween episode. The end of the month episode. November 1st. All right, well, for Halloween. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Because it's cool. Halloween this Saturday. Okay. Or we I could record it on Saturday. More. Go ahead. Talk about this piece I'm of crap off. movie you watched. This movie is a great movie. Said so no one ever. Says 60 critics. <laughs> <laughs> Um, a Star is Born. Oh, you, this was your first time seeing it? No. Oh. This is my third or fourth time seeing it. Third or fourth time? One's enough it? for me. Yeah. Um, this movie is obviously A Star is Born as a, uh, uh, Julie, not Julie Gart. Um, Andrews. Julie Andrews was the, in the original, right? The 76 version. This oh, is I like, didn't. this is like the fifth remake. Yeah. There's like a Bollywood version too. That's I didn't know this was a remake. So yeah, it's, it's like the so fourth or fifth version of it actually. <laughs> Yeah, really. It's a 1976 film that's been reduxed multiple times. And the I think the original was like actually in the 30s. Yeah, really. I think so. Look, look what I know. Go ahead. I'll, I'll look um, up while you talk. Yeah, so it's obviously uh, redone, but this is uh, Bradley Cooper directed it, also starred in it, along with Lady Gaga, Sam Elliott, Greg Grunberg. Mm. 1937 film 1954 musical 1976 musical and then there's also yeah there's there's the ballet foreign version, versions yeah. and then this so this would be the i guess fifth time it's been made damn yeah so um yeah i got a slew of characters um direct i think this is bradley cooper's directorial debut um the only film he's ever directed um, cinematographer is an amazing cinematographer. Oh, I mean, the cinematography was good. Amazing. It was and really he did, good. uh, he does all of, um, your boys films. Uh, he did black My swan. Boy. He didn't know. Oh, Darren Aronofsky. Darren Aronofsky. Yeah. Yeah. So he does all of his films. He's a cinematographer for all those. And he also did the new Harley Quinn movie, which we said one of the pluses were that was the cinematography in that movie. Anyway. Um, I mean, there's. I don't know how you can take this movie and really. I don't know how you can say that anything is bad in this movie, because the acting is amazing, music obviously is amazing, one best music. Um, the cinematography is amazing. The writing's amazing. I mean, I don't. I don't see how <laughs> you can't. I mean, like the way that this movie shows addiction. And like obviously this is nothing new. This even this the story itself is nothing new, but the way that it's, this is perfectly executed in terms of how that overall 
story should go. And um, Bradley Cooper did a, I mean, amazing to be able to act and direct in the same movie and to do it in such a high level is awesome. I mean, Lady Gaga is obviously a incredibly talented artist. I mean, she was trained, right? I yeah, mean, she went to Juilliard. Yeah, yeah so. she's like, she's trained in this kind of stuff. And she was an actor before. She That's what I'm singing. saying. Yeah. Like, so I didn't. I expect and then it. Sam Elliott. You know what you can get from Sam Elliott. I mean, he is what. And the way that Bradley Cooper mimicked his voice because he said that. Uh, Sam Elliott, his brother, was the one that raised him. So, like, he learned, like, how Sam Elliott talks. So that's why he talks just like he does because his dad wasn't in the picture. So, like, his, he was raised by his brother. And, like, just the, like, overall, like, how addiction you, like, these people will, will be okay for however long. And then one thing hits and it's just they go right back to where they were. And the way that it portrays, he's like, I haven't thought about drinking at all. And then something bad happens and boom, he just goes right back into it. And it just really out, like puts on a spotlight that sometimes that type the of addiction just, doesn't and it's inevitable. Inward, yeah. And it's like, he knew it just kept happening and he couldn't stop it. And then that's, he eventually kills himself because it's just, he knows he can't stop. And it's like the this movie, like one of the, this movie moved me so much like especially when i first saw it and it still to this day gives me chills in certain scenes like like when she sings after his death and just like you're like oh my god that part is powerful yeah how she sings you can feel the emotion so much and then like she's super scared to go on stage and she just like fuck it and she goes on stage and she starts singing the crowd like you just feel it like yeah no that was powerful yeah yeah, that gives me that part gave me chills for sure. Yeah, it just moved me. I was like, it's still like the third time watching it. Still does the same thing for me. Like, it's an amazing movie. I mean, I definitely liked it. I've only seen it once. Maybe it's worth rewatching it. But I, I, I mean, for me, I felt like it was pretty predictable with how things went on, and but, like, I, I that's not necessarily well, that's what I'm saying. A this story thing, is though, a yeah. is a plot is a played out story. But this is a perfectly executed version of that story. Like Alone? <laughs> Just kidding. Yeah. yeah, I mean, Alone is about as good as you can get in terms of that genre, yeah. And th- but this was like, this was peak. I think that's totally I mean, the fair. cinematography of this movie is better than Alone. It's just... Yeah, probably. Acting. I, again, I, I would, I've watched Alone today. I watched... I have a Star Born on Blu-ray, <laughs> so you can watch it again. Oh, or yeah. I, I just let me borrow it. Watch Emma, it. Emma just got it. I think actually somebody has it, but we just got it on Amazon too. So, but yeah, uh, four and a half stars. A very light four and a half, but four and a half nonetheless. Cool. Uh, <laughs> I just want to know why Kyle doesn't like it. Yeah, like. What I watched it when it came out. I, what is there to not like that? about it? Is what I want to know. Yeah. What is there to not like? Yeah. I think it. Well, I think a lot of it was probably this, like, the dramatics and the story. Not not so much like technically. I think it was technically fine. Probably nothing like amazing, but amazing. 
I, like I said, I saw it. I saw it in the theater when it came out. I've only seen it one time. It yeah, that was too. the only time I saw it. All I have too. is my rating from then to go off of. I didn't take notes back then or do anything like that, so I have nothing to like look back on and say exactly why. I just remember it not being very strong. I mean, what did good, you give it? A six out of ten. So I mean, that's not horrible. That's what I'm saying. Is it was a good movie. It was well done, but it's not. It's definitely not as high as most ratings have it. Eighty-eight out of sixty people. Yeah, way crazy. Too did he get um, it, didn't he get nominated for Best Picture? Mm, Could have. Very well. Yep, uh, that's supposed to picture. Okay. I watched two, what did I say? John Eric Dowdle films. One has been on my list for a long time because the synopsis just piqued my interest, you know? And that's the Poughkeepsie tapes. So hey, yeah, I've... Have you I've seen this? Oh, I think okay. it was nominated for eight Oscars. I think I have seen them because it sounded so familiar. No, but I I started it. It's and terrible. Did not finish it. Yeah, maybe that's would, what it was. It was a start because we used to do like scary movie Sundays with Johnny and Ian, and we started it, and we were like, "No, nope. nope, we're not wasting our time on this one." The yeah, first half call. hour was rough. There is okay. So this movie is super uneven. Like. I get what they were going for. It's basically set up to be a documentary, but like it's obviously it's fake, but it's filmed like it's a documentary and um, yeah, it's, it's played out hand cam, right? Yeah, yeah. A lot of hand cam stuff like that. But uh, the way that it looks and it actually is presented is more like one of those very cheap mm-hmm. uh, ID shows. Oh yeah. Investigation yeah, yeah, yeah. discovery shows. You're dead. Cause it looks terrible. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It looks awful. Just the way it's shot, like you can tell he's trying like so hard and just failing on so many levels. Um, this was his first movie, right? Yeah, this was his first movie. Um, there's just yeah, I've seen this a it lot was, of when did this come out? Like 2000. 2008, wasn't it? That's why I watched this or in high 2006? school. It's before that. I watched it in high school, early Actually. 2000s. Let's say I watched it in seven. High, I've definitely seen this. Okay, I've definitely seen this. Yeah, okay. Uh, yeah, there's just like so many things added into it like if it was i wish it was done i wish it was did the documentary gimmick but done like a high budget documentary or made to look like a good documentary like i said it's it looks like an investigation discovery show (laughs) they keep changing the shot angles like even during interviews like these are just talking head interviews and they just keep like they would be like at an angle one time and like why why are they doing that there'd be like a lot of like overlay of unnecessary Mm -hmm. like effects and just like the way that the actual tapes are like the VHS tapes that they find. There's all these like obviously digital effects that they added mm-hmm. to something instead. Like, yeah. Right. If you find a VHS tape, it's not going to look like that. Like it would look for the most part, just like a, a crappy quality film, you know, like it's not going to have like all these like little line blurs everywhere. Like all the constantly though, yeah. you know, like it's not like when it's tracking and then it, it adjusts itself. It's like constant, little blurry things that they just act are obviously added into the film for what reason? I don't know. Besides they do have to cover up like some of the gore and some, I'm guessing to give it like a passable rating. But anyway, I like some of the, uh, some of the scenes in the tapes are like, you know, a little unsettling and stuff like that. Some of that stuff was good, but just the presentation and the movie itself was so bad. Like, yeah, I, I, there's not much redeemable about it. Yeah, so. I watched that after 
I watched As Above, So Below. So I actually saw As Above. Yeah, so I that never was on my list because I saw the reviews for that. Yeah, it's but not good either. It's yeah. not good. But, but I have been that. in the catacombs. That hey. was his most recent one. Has he done something after that? As Above? Yeah. No, it's 2000. What was that, 12? Was that 2012? I think, actually, I think that might have been before Devil. No, Devil 2010. As Above, So Below. I know that was after. As Above, whatever, was... Like a bad version of the the descent, descent. to me, <laughs> like, mm. which is one of my favorites. Like, I need to rewatch the descent. I, I love. I saw the it like descent. a year or two. Ago. I love the descent one and two. Yeah. Yeah, two is okay. One I like them good. both. So yeah. Poughkeepsie tapes, not very good. Literally, if they just if you only watched the VHS tape portion of it and cut everything else out, it might work as like a. Um, like what are VHS? those movies called? No, well, yeah, like a. Uh, Found footage? No, like shock. What's the term? Something film. Anyway, doesn't snuff matter. Snuff film? Yeah, like a snuff film. It would work as like a 30-minute snuff film. Just yeah. just the VHS tape footage. Because some of that stuff is pretty creepy in it. Uh, um, with the thing with the mat, like crawling. Yeah. Yeah. Is VHS. I like VHS. A good installment. Of, yeah. Speaking of VHSs. So the second... John Eric Dowdle movie I watched was Devil, which is a rewatch, and I haven't watched it. Oh, sorry, Poughkeepsie Tapes. One and a half out of five. <laughs> um, moving on to Devil. Second John Eric Dowdle movie, and I remember liking this one a lot. I liked Devil a lot, too. Yeah, I, I hated Devil. Really? Yeah. I still hate Devil. And so I, I it was uh, written by my boy, M. Night, back when M. Night was it written was or was boy. it presented by? It was written by him. Okay. That's why the story is like the best part about it. There you have like the the story itself and like kind of like the revelations and stuff that they have is very M. Night, you can tell. And but it is that's, that's definitely elevated like, it, like from just from the Pepsi tapes, which are the I guess these would be the only two things I've seen of his. You didn't see Quarantine? No. Uh Quarantine was the worse than quarantine? record. No, the original Quarantine. Yeah, yeah that was basically Yeah, it was record. worse than record, but record's the Mexican version, right? Spanish, I thought. Well, yeah. Okay. yeah. Quarantine is known as being terrible also. Yeah, I, but it's... I like record. Quarantine bad. was a bad imitation of right, it. Right, of that. Exactly. Yeah. It's what we do at all good horror movies. We make <laughs> yeah, shitty remakes of them. Yeah. Well, Ring. Okay, yeah. But Ring that's... Good. Come on, that's Gore Verbinski. Yeah. Like, come on. Anyway, guy goes uh, one. <laughs> Devil, it it just is completely different from. I mean, I don't know how you go from that to this. Like, I mean, budget obviously has a lot to do with it, but yeah, it looks too. it looks pretty good. Um, probably the acting is actually the worst thing in Devil. There's oh, like the acting's no, pretty bad. Well, it's yeah. nobody's though, right? There's a bunch of. I mean, there's like guys. There's recognizable faces. There's um, there's that one guy that looks like Tom Hardy in it. Chris Messina. No, the one that looks like Tom Hardy. From Logan, oh, Logan. Upgrade. Logan yeah. Marshall. Upgrade yeah, guy. guy. Logan Marshall. But he's Green. pretty bad in this. I mean, in Upgrade, he's pretty good, but in this, oof, he's pretty bad. There's like, there's like Bo- the Keen. guy that normally Bo- does... Bokeem Woodbine. Bokeem Woodbine. And then there's... Well, he's probably the best part. Logan there's Marshall. The guy that does, Jeffrey um, Arend. Is he the guy that does comedy? He's usually yeah. in comedies. 500 Days of Summer, Super Troopers. Yeah, Drop. Super Troopers. Yeah, that, the that kid. Yep. Yeah, Jeffrey um, Arend. And then, yeah, Chris Messina, which I recognize. And he's... Yeah, he's not bad. But anyway... I love the, and I'm guessing a lot of these things are added in by M. Night. Just like the little sprinkles of. Um, well, he wrote the story, not the screenplay. Yeah, the story. Yeah, but 
wouldn't the screenplay be more of like how it was like then the director right, goes right. out the screenplay, not the story. Right. Yeah. So maybe that maybe that's where maybe he did something to it. Whoever wrote the screenplay, I don't know who wrote the screenplay. Brian Nelson. Okay. Well, anyway, no, I'm saying like I'm yeah, I'm saying he could have maybe he added these things in, but these things seem like M Night M Night isms. Like the building address being three 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 is exactly half of six six six, and it's on Lot- Locust Street, like the plague. Mm-hmm. Come on, that seems like an M Night thing to add in. Anyway, and then like the up the opening shot is the city upside, upside down, down yeah. and then the closing shot is the city right side up. Yeah, and even the the poster is the devil the elevator opening with the cross upside down. Yeah, yeah, things like that. Anyway, uh, there's but um there's have you guys a <laughs> seen elevator. No, I seen that too. <laughs> there is a. There is a, of course, the the security guard or the yeah the guy that works in the building is Mexican, so he's Catholic, and he does like this narration in it that's pretty bad. That's like one of the things I didn't like. It's it's a hair. The movie is like a little bit cornier than I remember. I remember liking it. I mean, this was just from <laughs> was being like, younger and watching it. This movie's it, but incredibly corny. It's kind of corny. I loved it though. But back I like how I they hated it. I loved it back when I saw it the first time. I like how it's it's kind of a mixture of like obviously paranormal, like religious paranormal things going on, but just a movie pretty much about Stockholm syndrome too. Like they're just trapped and they literally just go, they go crazy against each other and that's it. You know, it's very short too. I forgot how short this movie was. Yeah. It's, it's like an hour and 21 minutes. Hour. Yeah. Hour 20. That's what this was. <laughs> I mean, I, I literally and don't it's remember. No, it's like, it. it's it, very it short. Never stops. The it's only just, thing I remember is that I liked this when I saw it the first time. Yeah. And then the name thing too, how he signs in the guy signing in. That, he wrote, he, he just s- wrote his last name, but it looked like there was a space. And so he thought the detective thought it was the woman in the elevator, but it was actually the guy that signed in. And so she never signed in, which she ends up being the, the old devil. lady. Yeah. yeah. That's very M night too. <laughs> that twist at the end. And then the other twist of, <laughs> I don't want to say it, but that's all right. There's a bunch of twists. That's it's why very what are you going to spoil it? It's 10 years old. It doesn't matter. Cause it's, it's unnecessary, no. but it went down a little bit. I had it at four. I had moved it to three and a half. I did not like it when I saw it. I really, and I saw it again it later too. I've seen it twice and I didn't like it either time. Really? I don't. I would it's have not to watch it. That's going to get better, though. I mean, so I, I would have to I'm watch cemented. it again. But I just remember when I watched the first time, I'm like, "This was great." <laughs> I if was you so haven't seen it since then. Yeah, because like, people there's did some not cool, like it. There's some cool, uh, like shots outside of the hotel or outside of the. the is it a hotel? Yeah. No, it's not. It's just it's like a, a business. It's building, a, yeah. just a business building. High, yeah, yeah, a, high rise. Uh, yeah, skyscraper. But um, <laughs> yeah, I don't. I I didn't like it. But that's all definitely not a, like I said. It's not a movie that's gonna go up. Like you're not once you know what happens. I don't think. I think it's pretty much. I mean that's stuck. why. But yours went down. But most of the attributes I think that are positive about this is due to the story, and it's not the direction. So I still think right. John Eric Dowdle is a bad Mediocre director at best. I mean, you said as above so below was bad. Quarantine is bad. I no, like I didn't. That. As above Both so below had some good scares. Yeah, I didn't love it though. It was pretty generic. Yeah, but like oh, in yeah, terms but of direction, cool is that are you gonna say that movie was good? I'd say I say people should average. watch it. Yeah, I mean I'll check it out because I haven't seen it. I'll watch anything that I haven't seen oh. before. 
I would watch it. It's real short too. It's yeah. An hour and a half. Watch the scent and stuff. If I'm gonna watch bad, I want to watch movies, record and quarantine. If I'm gonna watch bad horror movies, Record's it's gonna be better. now. It's gonna be during October, so now is the time. Quarantine literally just copies record and I've doesn't do record. it as well though. I've seen record okay. too. <laughs> yeah, I've seen all the records. <laughs> is it record or is it just rec? It's rec. It's but I mean it's short for. Record. I just say record because I know, rec sounds confusing. weird. But the title is REC. REC. It's just REC. If you look yeah. it up, it's REC. It's just REC. Yeah. But whenever I see REC, I just automatically say it. that means record. So. Yeah, that one was fucking nuts. I liked it. And th- have you? Did you watch the other records? They uh, are REC. REC. I haven't seen REC 2, no. They just get There's terrible. four of them, though. <laughs> yeah, I've seen all of them. <laughs> they just go. The one's in like an three airport. Of them, I think. Uh, yeah, those, I didn't watch all those. They probably went straight to after the how bad the first one was they probably all just went straight to vod or whatever that i was there i watched it yeah wreck no there's only two liked it why and then i was excited for quarantine and i was like oh they decided to do nothing different and what they did do wasn't as good so like all of the best parts of well, quarantine okay. were from if you, exactly if you watch, copied if you watch quarantine first and then wreck it's better than if you watch Rec first and then Quarantine. Yeah, I guess that's fair. I watched Quarantine first and then watched Rec. Hmm. But Quarantine, if you never watched Rec at all, you think you would say Quarantine was good? I didn't I didn't mind it from when I remember but this was I don't remember, 10 years yeah. ago. I yeah. just yeah. But you liked a lot of shitty horror movies too back then. I still I used like to watch a movies. lot of shitty. Yeah. Movies. <laughs> I know, that's what I'm saying. I still love a good shitty horror movie. I like movie. good shitty horror movies too. Uh, quarantine's hour twenty nine. I think all his movies are about hour and a half. As above, so below is one thirty three, which is right in the realm of what a good, what a generic, yeah, horror movie should be. Lights out. Shout out. Hour twenty something. Yeah. Big fan. I like that movie. Lights out wasn't bad. Um, yeah, that about. I think that does it. Right. Is you that know anything else? No, that I was all I my movies. Nope. Um. So next week we'll be reviewing Hubie Halloween. <laughs> we can do another one if you want. Now this movie is in theaters, so I don't know how easy it's going to be for you guys to see it. I know NCG and Lansing is playing it. We could plan a trip I'll there to see it if you're available, but it'd have to be on the weekend because I work. I'm out of town all week. So I don't think I have anything Saturday. Okay, well, we can talk about it, but yeah, the other yeah. movie that I was going to suggest is uh, The Wolf of Snow Hollow. Never even heard of her. It's a, the new Jim Cummings movie. Never heard of her. <laughs> of course not. So, yeah, I mean, we'll do we'll do Hubie for sure. We'll a talk about something what? else. The Wolf of Snow Hollow. Another Halloween Halloween flick. And you better start watching some more movies if you're going to get your uh, 12 to 15 in. I got them all. So, yeah, that'll be next week. All right, you can uh, follow us on Instagram at Suds and Cinema Podcast, right? Yeah. Send in questions and comments to sudsandcinema at gmail.com. You can follow myself on Letterboxd and Untapped at The KG Project. I'm on both those as JSAL517, JSAL517. I'm on both platforms at Josh underscore Saldana. All right, thanks for listening. Cheers, guys. Cheers.